Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Tiva Tash podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week, and I wanted to thank everyone who sent me many birthday wishes from my episode last week. Um, it was so nice to continuously get love throughout the week from that episode. However, we have such a fun pre-recorded convo ahead, so we're going to get right to it. This girl is the co-founder of Flick, where female founders and apprentices connect through their amazing program. And if you don't know what Flick means, well, this is the conversation for you to check out. So please welcome Michelle to the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy our convo. Michelle, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so honored to have you as a guest. I had so many people tell me to have you on as a guest and recommend you and to talk about all you have going on. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really honored that people even know who we are and have been suggesting us. That's awesome. Uh, It's been really good, honestly. (laughs) I can't complain Considering the situation of everything, I am normally an extrovert, but I think I've always had this introverted side and being quarantined now, I'm so productive. I do the same thing every day. I'm so fine with being alone. And my best friend is the biggest extrovert you will ever be in your entire life. She's she's around people 24-7. If she's not around people, she's FaceTiming people and she's like, I think I'm going to die. And I'm like, oh, I think this is fine. So... Oh my god, same. I actually love being such an introvert. But I was reading about you, and I want to get right into the conversation. So you were studying to become a doctor, which is so cool and amazing. Um, But I would love for you to start about telling me a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Yeah, well, I was a medical science student. I went to University of Western Ontario, and that was always my path. I was going to go and be a doctor, but then I ended up having access to a ton of other entrepreneurial pursuits while I was in university, helped launch a digital marketing agency, worked with a bunch of startups, got to work with brands like Bumble and Headspace and Nike and Disney and all this stuff. And I was like, hmm, do I go four years of medical school or I could not do that and still create a positive impact in the world? Um, And so Even though I might go back to medical school one day, I think that at the time I made the decision to not do that and not take my MCAT, it was kind of this pivotal moment for me thinking I've always wanted to create a positive impact and I thought always that becoming a doctor was the only way that you could create that type of impact. Learning about technology and technology-enabled communities, I realized that there's so many other ways to scale your impact and there's so many ways to scale it large larger than um what I ever could have imagined so I ended up going into this startup accelerator called Next36 moving to Toronto finding my co-founder there and she actually was somebody I had worked with very briefly like two years prior we never thought we would see each other again I actually sent her a Facebook invite that she did not accept all right um but then we ended up getting randomly roomed together. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to expose her on all of these podcasts and stuff. Oh my god, she is called out. She's coming for your girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm exposing her out on these streets, okay? <laughs> um, she's called out. You can, you can find me. <laughs> and it was, 
it was so interesting because we got randomly roomed together. We were both supposed to be roomed with different people, and we were randomly roomed together. And I was like, so are you going to accept my Facebook request now, or what's going on here? And she ended up accepting the request. We became co-founders, ended up working on Flick, and Flick is my full-time thing. We are a platform that connects female founders and leaders with students from across the world via meaningful apprenticeships. So if you're a student who's really working on looking for invaluable career experiences or you've had your offers rescinded because of COVID-19, this is a really great time to get onto Flick and learn about more from innovative female leaders and female leaders get helping hands on their businesses, which is really awesome and helping scale their businesses. Obviously, for those who know what Flick is, um, you guys know it's an amazing platform, as obviously Michelle says. Um, But how did you guys come up with such a creative platform? Like, were you just in your dorm room one day? Like, how did you guys come up with this? working on different ventures at the time it was a startup accelerator program where you have to come in with a business and you start working on it and I don't even remember what I was doing at the time and she was I remember we were both in the same venture huddle and she was like I'm coming in with this random ass business and I'm just I don't even know what's going on we had to make decks for them we made some random decks and just and presented them um but for the first month we didn't really talk that much we had different friend groups I guess in the cohort and we and I had friends from school also that I would hang out with in Toronto and then and then my birthday rolled around (laughs) May 29th it's my birthday (laughs) um and it was (laughs) thanks almost and it was for some reason, it hit me so hard. I was I was across the country from my best friends. I spent all my birthdays with my best friends. Like, they had always made my birthdays really, really special. It was the one day where I was like, okay, I can let go, and we can just do whatever, and I can hang out with my best friends and have a good time. And it was the first time, I think, in a really, really long time that I wasn't with all of them. And um, I was in a different city I'd spent every single summer in Vancouver and I was also around all these people who were really really intense it was not a bad thing but it was just it was that it was just the one day I wanted to chill and there was so much going on and all these people are talking and they're trying to get their businesses off the ground and they're asking you what you're doing they're like what's your revenue model what is your business model like what is your plan blah 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 I'm like oh my gosh I'm just having a mental breakdown I'm like I don't know what I'm doing with this venture that I'm doing I don't know what I'm gonna do um, come September because I'm not going back to school for like medicine medicine or anything like that my life is falling apart <laughs> it's like my birthday I'm like I'm just breaking to pieces and I left class early because at next 36 they bring in professors from like Harvard and MIT and Georgetown to teach your cohort about business and I left that course early I was literally just could not stop sobbing I was uncontrollably sobbing I went home we all were living in an apartment building together so I went home and my co-founder Ravina she wasn't my co-founder at the time just my roommate my roommate Ravina came in and was like are you okay brought me food and we started talking um and we were just like 
we just need mentors. You know, I just need to know what I'm doing. I have no idea. I don't know. We, we're really, like, navigating these barriers and challenges with our eyes closed. We're so blind. We don't know what's going on. There's so few women in this program. There aren't that many female mentors because it, it is difficult to find female entrepreneurs if you're really not embedded into that network. And so we, we were like, let's go find them. Let's just, let's just go find them and get them to meet with us. And I was like, wait, we're just gonna, we're just gonna email, <laughs> we're just gonna email like Ariana Huffington and be like, will you meet with us? <laughs> so that's literally what we did. In 48 hours, we created a website, we launched a brand, we made a deck, we, I, I think I set up like Google Suites for $30 um, for us to have an official email. And set, we sent all of our initial emails from that initial that first email that we had made. It was like team at flicknetwork.com or something. It's not that anymore. But and yeah, our first our first um website was like flicknetwork.com. It looks so different from what we have now. It was I don't even know. It was like very templated website, but we sent out these we just made a template for these cold emails and we sent them out to all these female partners mentors and we were like we would love to interview you we know that they wouldn't just take a 15 minute coffee chat with us we want to we were like we've worked at media production agencies before i've created videos before let's make them content and bring value to them so we we're like let's interview these people we go and so many people respond they're like oh my gosh we love your mission we love what you stand for we love what you're doing and we're like wait really <laughs> we are nothing and they're like wait, we love your website. We're like, what? <laughs> we literally incorporated, yeah, and made a business and created this thing in 48 hours. But obviously we were, we got really serious about it really fast. So we just, we remade our website and all this stuff, but we were able to go to New York and interview people. We were invited to Elevate as media to cover Michelle Obama's talk. Gosh, it's fucking insane. And, um, Sophia Maruso, girl boss, if you know her. Um, she's the founder of Nasty Gal. We were like two feet away from her. We were just like, hey, Sophia, what's up? <laughs> and yeah, legit. And the editor in chief of Glamour magazine, Samantha Berry, she turned down eight interviews or more. Like, she was just like, oh yeah, turn down this person, this person, this person, so that I could do yours. <laughs> um, we were nothing. We were literally negative. Not, like a number line we are in the negatives okay we are nobody knows who we are <laughs> would say about everything that we were doing it was literally an infectious energy like Ravina and I would sleep four to six hours a night and work on flick until we just couldn't anymore until we were literally crazy we like didn't shower for a week because we were so busy and we were trying to get all these things done like we were we were like ah, oh, we're so serious, like, we're going to edit all these interviews, and we have to make a campaign for this, how are we going to make this campaign look legit, we have to launch an Instagram, launch a LinkedIn, a Facebook, and, like, we were so passionate, and we still are so passionate about what we're doing, and at the time, it was just a media company, it was just, it was something that we were doing on the side, too, but we were so passionate about it, that we made people say yes, I think it was, like, we willed it so much through our energy, being, like, we know what it's like to be a female entrepreneur and be the only one in the room who's starting a business and is like a woman of color. Um, we know what it's like for people to say to us, oh, I thought all you did was 
like party or like I thought all you did was like stay in your room and watch Netflix and that's not just what people thought about us just because of what we looked like or how we acted um and it was tough yeah it was tough we would tell people people would be like oh how do you guys bond and stuff like that we were like oh we watch like rom-coms all the time and we watch like this and that and we love watching rom-coms it was so real and they were like oh so Ravina and Michelle basically don't do anything um and I think when a demo day rolled around and we hadn't told anybody about the flick launch demo day rolled around and we got a venture table and most of the ventures didn't um I think only like five ventures did and they were all so confused they were like how did they get a how did they get a table um what are they doing like did you know that they were doing this and and people started being like oh my gosh I didn't know that you guys were working on this stuff um and it was crazy but yeah there was definitely something about it and I feel like so alive every single day that I get to wake up and do this you know it's it's so you know what Michelle this is one of those things that like it doesn't matter who doubts you or what you guys do. The fact that you guys like showed up at demo day with like this whole thing and people are like, what the hell? Did you guys know that? Like so crazy. Like you guys are so passionate about what you guys do. And that's how I feel about, you know, some of the stuff that I do. And it's nice to see that you guys have that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you a story. Um, when I told my parents that I wasn't going to take the MCAT, I didn't want to go to medical school. We went to New York that December to visit my brother because he lives there. And my parents invited this family that I didn't know to a lunch that we were having. And then right before the lunch, they go, oh, their daughter goes to um, medical school and she'll tell you all about it. Basically being like, oh, she will convince you to be a doctor. And I was like, oh, this is why we're having lunch right now. Okay. And... We get to the table, introduce ourselves, whatever, and my, my mom goes, oh, so how do you like medical school? And this girl goes, I've been fighting with my parents for the past three years about how I want to drop out. And that was the mic drop for me. That was me being like, I didn't even need to see it, say anything, and that is my mic drop. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was a really critical moment, too, because then I realized so much that if you're not passionate about something you can't do it for the rest of your life you can do it for a few years you can always make anything work you can always make anything work but for the rest of your life and be happy with it and look back in your life and be like I was satisfied that is a really tough thing to do and even for us at this point we're startups so there's so much that can go wrong but there's also so much that can go right and no matter what it's equal so to me if now looking back on the last year of my life there is nothing that I regret like literally nothing and I've never I've never thought that way before and looking back on my life I'm like if this is how far that we got with Flick I am so proud of us and I'm so satisfied with what we did and I don't think a lot of people can say that was able to do this and I don't forget that every single day I look back and I'm like I'm so lucky that I was able to convince my parents that this was the way to go we are so lucky that we were able to get grants and we were so lucky that we were able to convince people that this is a journey they should come on with us like 
there's so many people who are way more talented than us and are smarter than us but just weren't able to get that community to rally behind them and we every single day I, I think when I get on calls with like seven or eight apprentices or founders on our platform every single day and every single time I end the call with like just thank you so much like thanks for your time thanks for being part of this if you don't thank people you know it's like you just gotta you just gotta be so thankful for what you have at the time no matter what comes of it um I remember looking back at like some of our interviews back in the day um when people would be like why do you do this um this seems like a lot of work and I was like yeah it's a lot of work but I really would not be wanted to do, to do anything else and the fact that I could post an interview maybe you get like 20 views one person be like that inspired me so much I didn't know that I could be an entrepreneur till now and that being like a young girl in high school being like maybe one day I will be one that is effective that is something that I'm like wow I created that effect on someone and when we first started Flick that was something we always said it was like we don't have to we don't have to be the ones who are going to be like, we're for sure going to change a million lives because maybe we're not, but on the journey of the way that we're doing things right now, if we're able to even change one person's mind and we've already done that, like that is a success to me. And I totally agree with that. That's exactly how I feel about the podcast. I mean, if I'm able to get one person to listen every week, I'm good. Like the fact that I get sometimes you know, almost a hundred views or a hundred plays, whatever you guys want to call them. And like my very first one got like 285 plays. And that's something that's so special to me and something that hits home every time. And I'm so proud, you know what I mean? And that's just something that regardless of how many people listen, I love to do it. And if I can help one person throughout this whole thing, that's exactly what I'm aiming for, you know? building 
and it's really, really difficult, especially for women to network that way and to build those relationships, especially if you're in tech. So we were like, let's create this apprenticeship portal, see how it goes. Female founders can sign on, students can sign on, and female founders get help in their businesses, and students are able to get work experience, but also connect with these invaluable mentors. Um, I remember us being like, okay, on our beta, we're going to host 80. We're going to host 40 apprenticeships. And we're in beta now. We have over 2,000 who have applied. <laughs> um, so we're kind of like, definitely shattered our expectations. Um, we bought a server that would only host, I think, 200 people. And in the first week, we were like, yeah, we're going to have to upgrade this a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. I know, I know. Um, and so how it works is if you're a female founder or if, well, like you, or you're a female founder or leader in a business, um, or if you're a student, you can go to weareflick.com, it's weareflik.com, and sign up to our portal. You can apply to be an apprentice, uh, so somebody who works with a mentor looking for a mentor, or you can apply to be a female founder or leader who mentors the apprentices on the platform, and you fill in your details, so it's like your bio. We like to, we like to bring in some like culture fit aspects to it, so asked like what are things that you love and I remember one of my friends putting one of her things that she loves is tequila I was like all right that's real now tequila is definitely something that I can get on with me and your friend I'm sure would get along so well um, but tell us what do you look for in a female founder like what are some things that you guys aim to have or look for or just anything that you guys use to pick these female founders who's trying to be in a high growth mode to understand how to just grow your personal brand. So we do look for scalable um, materials or products and or, or like services. And then on the apprentices side, um, I look directly at their bio. I'm like, how passionate are they? Are they people who want to be on this for the right reasons? I feel like I'm on a bachelor's um, like when we were like, uh, are you here for the right reasons? <laughs> um, but that's really what it is. It's like, are you here for the right reasons? Are you trying to get some, just trying to throw something on your resume? Or are you here for a meaningful relationship and you want to build something with a founder and learn from them in a meaningful manner? And that is usually exuded through their bio. I look at their LinkedIn. I'm, I love looking at people's LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn is really important to me. I think it's really just going to be the next wave of how people hire and how people um, perceive you in a business sense. I think your LinkedIn is really important. Okay, but is it bad that I don't have a LinkedIn? Like, I just, I never used anything but a resume. Like, I, I, I didn't understand what LinkedIn, and for those who know, know that I'm, like, totally not good with technology, especially when it comes to, like, anything like honestly anything so is it bad that i don't have one yeah 
my biggest advice to anybody right now who has nothing to do is build your personal brand on LinkedIn. Anybody who's going to hire you out is going to be a friend of It's not too much to start. How does that happen? Um, my biggest advice for anybody right now who has nothing to do is get yourself on LinkedIn, build a personal brand there. That is the first place somebody who's hiring you is going to look. Um, and that is the first place that I look. When somebody emails me, if somebody cold emails me, and then I look at their Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely have to go and make a LinkedIn profile now. Um, but tell me about some of your like specialized fields that you guys have female leaders in, because I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear about like what you guys have to offer and just like what you guys got, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know about the whole sneaking out thing, but I was definitely a rebel child at 16. <laughs> um, last question, and then I'm going to let you go. But 
what advice do you have to new grads or people who are just about to graduate um, who are looking to find a career or just their path in life? mentorship has been one of the biggest things for us over this time and people can't find you unless you let yourself be found so going back to that LinkedIn thing definitely build your LinkedIn profile may be really intentional about your about section like who are you what have you done and how can you connect the dots even if they seem really random how can you connect the dots to make a full story that makes sense to who you are and what you want your future trajectory to be um I've done so many random things. If you look back on my profile, if you looked at my resume, you'd be like, this is so random. Like, I've worked in neuroimaging labs, um, like gastroenterology. I've worked for an alcohol company, helping them expand to Ontario and in sales and in marketing and marketing agency and building events with brands and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is so random. Um, But I was able to connect the dots to make cohesive stories. So how are you going to be able to do that? Show me that in your about section. Be intentional about where you put your experiences. Get more experiences if you don't have a lot of experiences and get those mentorship things down. Um, get like, do do volunteer work, do work experience and be intentional about how you wrote them. Like in your LinkedIn profile, like tell us what you did, what the outcome was, how you were impactful to that organization. Um, if you're interested in social impact, get into something like that. Like make your next step meaningful and think about how you're going to plan out you don't have to plan out the next five years of your life but right now you have so much time to plan out what is meaningful to you and I was just talking to an apprentice the other day she was like I want to do everything and I was like yeah I was like that too I used to want to do everything I loved everything but when I was thinking how can I learn the most like where am I going to learn the most to create value in the future I was like I really want to get into sports business so I started targeting like sport business small businesses like sport business um, marketing agencies and trying to get some work experience in there and talking to people there so how are you going to be able to build relationships with people in a meaningful industry that you want to be in Um, and then start posting on LinkedIn like that is the easiest way for people to find you now everything is virtual LinkedIn I was just talking to um, and a manager at LinkedIn the other day and she was like LinkedIn has spiked so much the activity on LinkedIn has spiked so much because everybody is looking for content like everybody's looking for help everybody is looking recruiters are looking to see who is going to be most impactful for their business moving forward and if I if they look you up on LinkedIn and you have nothing going on then that's you know there's definitely a disparity there there's somebody else who has the same experiences as you but is posting about what they're doing, how they're bettering themselves, their productivity or whatever is pertinent to them at this time, that's gonna be more valuable to a company. Um, So definitely take this time to create something for yourself, whether that's a personal brand or building a podcast and learning from people or interviewing other people, writing an article, making a blog, do something that is going to expand your portfolio and you don't need to seek out other people to create something. Like you can have that entrepreneurial spirit to make something of your own. I mean, I totally feel that. I mean, the last couple months of starting this podcast has really opened up a lot of creativity for me. And I don't know if like, if it's just a lot of 
Shark Tank that I'm watching or if it's a genuine thing of me actually wanting to start a business or um, do something that's just on my own. And it's really comforting to see that, you know, I have that outlet. But at the same time, I'm so scared. So I mean, I don't know. It's just a whole thing, right? And the other thing is too, is that I'm not like educated in business. So for me, sometimes I get a little bit anxious about thinking about starting something and just knowing that I don't have that school background. So I don't know if like school is something that I would go back to in the future or, um, or not, or if I just, you know, say fuck it and just go with it. But I mean, it's just, there's so many ideas and so many thoughts that you can run with and, you know, I'm really excited that maybe something from this will pop up and maybe not. But at the same time, there's no risk in not trying, you know. Hey, fucking go for it. That's what I'm saying. All, all you, everyone listening right now, just do it. Who cares? What are you going to lose? Like, literally everything that I do, like, for us, emailing Ariana Huffington, like, what were we going to lose? It's not like she's going to go go through emails and be like, haha, like, didn't respond to Michelle Kwok that time. Like, we lost nothing. You lose nothing. Oh my god, you're right, Michelle. I mean, fuck it. Um, but I'm going to let you go because I know you have to get going on to whatever your next venture is for today. But thank you so much for being with me. I totally, totally appreciate it. Um, we're sending Flick all the amazing positivity in the world that you guys are going to be much bigger than you are now and just know that you guys are helping so many people so thank you for what you guys do and I'm wishing you guys the absolute best no worries okay cool see you later thanks for having me bye